Reverse! Full power! Reverse! It's no good, Mr. Wagstaff. We're caught. They've got us snagged in their jaws. We can't just give up, Betty. You know what happens to anyone who's caught by the Silex. They become Silex. Oh, oh, sun and stars. That's them. Calling all through. The Silex are boarding. Abandoned drill town. Women and children first, then every man for himself. What about our daughter? What about Arabella? We can't leave the bridge. They're on the other side of that door. <sighs> Mr. Wake, I want you to go down to the nursery, collect my daughter, and get her out of here in a mini digger before the silence can... It's too late. Oh, Mr. Wake, stop it. Doctor, we've landed. That's odd. Environment has an unusually high silicate content. Oh, look, rocks. Can you believe that, dog? He says he's not to be disturbed because he's busy reading philosophy. Human knowledge, its scope and limits by Bertrand Russell. He says he finds it amusing. Doctor, you've surpassed yourself. You've materialised us underground. Have I? Well, I'm... To be honest, I can't take all the credit. We really have the TARDIS to thank. (sighs) But there are all sorts of safety features designed to prevent this kind of thing happening. Oh, I never bother with them. We'd never land anywhere interesting if they were switched on. You mean they're switched off? Look, take this place, for instance. It has the appearance of solid rock, but with a very low density. I see what you mean. The rock is clearly igneous, but with a fascicular texture. Well, it's certainly extremely porous. When the TARDIS landed, it would have just shoved the surrounding rock out of the way. You're right. It is interesting. Semi-molten, with a large degree of seismic activity. What? And it's increasing. Listen. That's no earthquake. That's machinery. In which case it's heading this way. Some sort of digger, I imagine. Burrowing through the bedrock like a giant worm. Yes, towards us. Look, look, there it is. Oh, I see. Look at the size of its drill. On the front of a vehicle the size of an ocean liner. Shouldn't we try to get out of its way? Yes. It's at moments like this that the TARDIS's safety features really come into their own. Ah, the ones you've switched off. Right, the ones I hope... Oh, dearie me. Is that all you can say? It's going to crash into us. No, 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 wait. The front of it is opening up. Like a great mouth. Yes, a gaping maw like the black wall tunnel. And it's going to swallow us up whole. Goodbye, my mother. On Cathon, did you think it was? No, I'm not altogether sure, my love. Some sort of blue container. Containing what? Well, happen as not, we shall find out, Lucretia. I've had it sent down to the Stoke Hold for evaluation. Nothing must ever go to waste. That is the principle by which we must all abide. Utility, utility, utility. The three U's. A use for everything and everything put to use. There's no room for dead weight on the Vermes. No room for sentimentality. Exactly, my dear. No frills, fancies or fripperies. 
We can't afford them, not if we're to keep moving. And we must keep moving, no matter what the cost. Yes, Mr Stoker? Well, if you can't break it open, stick it in the furnace. Well, if you can't spare any men, put it in the coal bunker until you can. Apparently our blue container's stronger than it looks. All right, men. Back to your duties. I thought they'd never leave. They had a good old go at the doors, though. Did the nasty men scratch who you put, do you think? Curious species. I've never seen anything like them before. Fur, pointed snouts, spade-like paws... They looked like moles sporting welding goggles. Well, I was trying to put it delicately, but yes, they did have certain talpid characteristics. Whatever they are, they're very industrious mechanical engineers. They've developed steam engines. Watt himself couldn't do any better. Now, presumably this craft gathers its fuel by digging its way through mineral deposits with the ore coming here for extraction. Well, it's rather primitive and... <coughs> <coughs> Unhealthy. Oh, I don't know. I find it all rather charming. Well, I'm not sure what's charming about rocks being fed by a conveyor belt into a crushing machine, but I suppose... Alert, alert. Intrusion detected in Stoker. Repeat. Oh, dear. That didn't take long. Uh, you're right. <coughs> Romana, <coughs> I've just had an idea. What's that? Perhaps we should get back to the TARDIS. I think that may be a very good idea. Over there! Except now, they're between us and the TARDIS. In which case, I suggest we run. Run? Run! That way! They're on the other side of the boiler! Lock all ways out! Don't let them escape, whatever they are! Come on, Romana. Behind these pipes. They'll never see us here. Roman, where's that girl got to? Oh! What are you doing here? What does it look like? So you're the one they're looking for. Not us, it's you. Twelve out of twelve. Now shut your mouth if you want to live. Well, if you put it that way. Take your hand away from my mouth. They've gone. They'll be back soon enough. You're not part of the crew, are you? How did you guess? No idea, pink face. Pink face? So you have a very simple choice. I do. You can either stay here and get caught, or come with me. Come with you where? My mini-dig is secured to the inner hull, not far from here. Well, that's a very kind offer, but I'm rather worried about my friend. Mm, the other pink face? Yes, the other pink face. It's too late. She tried to go the other way around the boiler. They'll have caught her by now. Doctor! For goodness sake, this is no time to go wandering off. Doctor! Restrain the intruder. Aye, aye, sir. I am not an intruder. You brought me on board against my will. Your ship swallowed me up. The blue container? <laughs> that was your personal abode? Well, something like that. Tell me, did it or does it contain any other exotic articles like yourself? No. No? I prefer to keep my own company and to not be referred to as an exotic article. You like no denizen of this world that I've ever come across. So why come to Cathon? Cathon is the name of this planet. Happen it is. So why come here? Well, I didn't come here for any reason. Now that strikes me as unlikely. 
You two, take her up to the bridge. We'll decide what to do with her there. What do you mean, what to do with me? The rest of you return to your duties. Excitement's over. This is it. My digger's on the other side of this wall. Ah, so you cut your way in. I could hardly knock on the front hatch. Well, are you coming, or do you want to stay and get caught like your lady friend? Romana's more than capable of looking after herself, so I'll come with you. Right. Mind your head on the hatchway. And I'm intrigued to see what the inside of a mini digger looks like. Oh? Yeah, it'll be a bit of a squeeze with the two of us, but we'll manage. <laughs> Jova! What? Oh. <laughs> want to hang around here any longer than we have to. May I ask you what you were doing before I found you? Collecting. The larger drill towns have stockpiles of equipment and food, so I came to pick up a few spares and victuals. Ah, you're a thief. And so far, a very successful one. Well, that's the best kind of me. The trick I find is not to get caught. <laughs> Quite. Sorry, I don't know your name. The Doctor. Doctor. I'm Arabella. Arabella Wagstaff. Arabella Wagstaff. You're not the daughter of Polycarp Wagstaff? Uh, no. Oh, that is a relief. Well, I'm delighted to be your accessory after the fact, Arabella Wagstaff. Ready to detach? Energising? This craft? It runs on electricity? Yeah, it's a bit old time and the battery's almost fried, but it's virtually undetectable. It's dug me out of plenty of tight spots over the years. All right, let's get out of here. Checked everywhere. <sighs> I see. Return to duties. That was the galley. They say someone has broken into the store and stolen a pound weight of ground fruit. Oh dear. Sounds as if you have a thief on board. So you know nothing about it? Well, nothing more than you've just told me. And you're being here. That was just a coincidence. Well, coincidences are a statistical inevitability. They do happen, you know. Is this the intruder? I say... Extraordinary she looks. My dear, I'm trying to conduct an interrogation. Oh, don't mind me, you go on. Does she have a name? At last, an intelligent question. My name's Romana. Uh, Lucretia Bell. I see you've already met my husband. Yes, but we haven't been formally introduced. Maxwell Wilberforce Bell, Chief Steering Officer of the Vermes. The Vermes? That's the name of this ship. My love, could you please not fraternise with the prisoner? You're undermining my interrogation. Oh, I'm so sorry, my dear, but she's such a fascinating creature. Oh, you're too kind. But I'm really terribly dull. Now, this ship of yours, that's really impressive. Oh, the Vermes is my pride and joy. She's been a home to me and me crew for 60 years now. Everyone on board is part of the crew. From cradle to grave. We've no use for shirkers, sluggards and sponges. Everyone has a function to perform and performs that function. We carry no surplus weight. Can't afford to. Yes, well, I can see that from looking at you. Which reminds me, your blue container. Anything valuable inside? Uh, it depends what you consider valuable. Any copper or brass? Any iron or tin? Any wire or chain? Any oil or coke? Anything of any utility? Well, in that case, no. Mm. And your box, does it burn? Burn? He wants to know whether he might stick it in the furnace, dear. Oh, well, in that case, no. I'm afraid it's entirely non-flammable. 
Fair enough. <gasps> Mr. Stoker, that blue box. Have it expelled with the rest of the clinker. Expelled? It's what we do without, we can't use. We excrete it in our wake, buried, never to be found again. Looks like we've got away undetected. We'll slip into their debris stream just in case. This craft of yours is very nimble, considering. Considering what? Well, that we're drilling through solid rock. Well, not solid, solid, but still we're cutting through it like a hot knife through butter. Uh, what's butter? It's something that's easy to cut through with a knife. Where are we going, by the way? Another drill town like the one we left? Ah, uh, much smaller. There are dozens of house ships that follow in its wake, scavenging the waste it leaves behind. Commensal symbiosis, like suckerfish following a shark. I don't know what any of those words mean, but yeah. We subsist on scraps, on leftovers, though the Vermes leaves extremely slim pickings. Ah, how did all this come about? Is this your whole way of life? You should save your questions for Mr. Wig. Mr. Wig? Jellico Wig, owner and steersman of the Duchess. We'll be docking with it in a few minutes. Good work, Mr. Stoker. Keep the steam pressure up. Your blue container has been expelled. Now, was that strictly necessary? Right, it's a question of weight. Too much heft and we grind to a halt. <sighs> and you have to keep moving in order to take on more fuel, don't you? Well, as the motto goes, keep burrowing on. The Vermes has lasted longer than most. Most? There are other ships. Oh, there used to be hundreds of drill towns like ours, ploughing the strata. Now there's only a few of us left. Us. Our sister town, the Annalid. Oh, that reminds me. How was your mother? She's much better now, thank you for asking. Though she did ask why you can never spare the time to visit. Oh, for goodness sake, I've all drilled town to steer. I can't go gallivanting off at the drop of a hat. Not if it's a hat as large as yours. Tell me, these other drill towns, what happened to them? Well, did they all run out of fuel? Or was it something else? Speaking of fuel, we still have to decide whether or not you are surplus to requirements. And if I am surplus, you'll expel me too? Oh, let me keep her, my dear. Lucretia? Well, she can be my maid. I'm in need of one and I find her intriguing. My love, this isn't your decision. I know, my dear. But for me, please... You'll never give me anything. And she'd be very useful. <laughs> well, if you put it that way. Romana, how do you feel about working as my wife's maid on a trial basis? Given the alternative, I'd be delighted. When do I start? Docking control. Docking control. It's one of these switches... I must get around to labelling with that. Ah, ah. Ceiling docking port and opening airlock. Oh, Arabella, my dear. Mr. Wick. I was so worried about you. If anything happened to you, I'd have nothing, nothing in the world. You're the one that needs worrying about. Well, I see you haven't tied it up. Uh, well, I, uh, no, no. Uh, things rather got on top of me. Uh, but I shall get on top of them. <laughs> Never do tomorrow what you can do today, huh? Procrastination is the thief of time. Huh. 
Uh, did you manage to find the spares we needed? I did. And some little bread, some ground fruit, and some potato wine. Oh, marvellous. We shall feast like kings. <laughs> oh, and who is this? This is the doctor. Hello there, Jellico Wig. Arabella tells me you brought her up from a little girl. Uh, well, uh, yes, I yes, I did, indeed. Uh, her parents were regrettably forfeited when their drill town was... Uh, but you must forgive me. The state of the place. Oh, please, please. No trouble on my account. I see you're not wearing cufflinks. Well, so what? A little creative disarray helps stimulate the mind. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, I'm afraid you find me, sir, uh, temporarily embarrassed at this particular time in that my position is of an impoverished nature as a result of unwarranted misfortune. <laughs> I live in constant expectation that uh, something will turn up. But in short, sir, uh, you must please forgive my wretched situation. Oh, being poor is regrettable, but nothing to apologize for. And besides, you have quite a collection. What is all this stuff? Oh, this? Oh, well, a whimsical indulgence, sir. I, I like to accumulate relics of the old time. The old time? The days of our ancestors, when our people lived on the surface. So what happened? Why did you all move underground? I'm not sure. There was a war or something. A war? Yes. After that, the surface was poisoned. Even now, we keep our distance. And these are my quarters. A nuclear war, leaving the surface irradiated. Oh, if you say so, my dear. It was all such a long time ago, it hardly matters. But of course it matters. Don't you keep historical records? Oh, Mr Bell has no interest in history. He finds no utility in it. It's the present and the future that's important. <laughs> oh, those who cannot learn from history are doomed to repeat it. I asked you earlier, what happened to all the other drill towns? Well, they must have run out of fuel, like you said. Must have? You don't sound very sure. If it happened to them, surely it could happen to you. As long as we keep finding new coal deposits, we'll be fine. Yeah, but what if you don't? Your luck must run out eventually. Oh, I dare say we'll think of something. As my husband likes to say, we'll mind that seam when we come to it. So all these ends and odds were made by your ancestors? Uh, yes. Uh, we dig things up from time to time in the upper strata. Not worth anything beyond its value as scrap metal, but as I often say, you never know when something might come in useful. <laughs> I've tried getting him to clear it out, but he won't listen. Well, of course not. He's absolutely right. And it would be a terrible shame to break up such an impressive collection. Exactly. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. It would be ungrateful to discard what Providence has provided. <laughs> Cup of charm. Most kind. Uh, going by these relics, your ancestors were far more technologically advanced than you are now. Oh, they had all sorts of know-how in the old time before it got lost in the war. In my view, it was all the know-how that led to the war. They had more know-how than was good for them. And, and if they hadn't had so much know-how, the war wouldn't have happened or been quite so bad. Yes, a little know-how can be a dangerous thing. Look at this. It's an interferometer. And this, it's a proton inverter. And this? Yes. Oh, just junk. Some kind of medieval helmet with antennae and a radio. What's that you're doing, Doctor? Oh, just seeing if there's any charge left. What's that? What is that? 
I can tell by your horrified expression you recognize that voice. That, Doctor, is the Silex. The Silex? What's the Silex? Fighting machines constructed by our ancestors. Abominations forged in the flames of war. They were like us once, but they've been converted, made mechanical, like they're components of their ships. And they don't need to dig for minerals like the rest of us. They feed on drill towns. What? They, they eat whole ships? Whole? They dismantle them, strip them down, take what they need. And the crews said they turn them into more like themselves. More Silex. They're utterly ruthless and ruthlessly efficient. And very big on recycling by the sound of it. They consumed the drill town where Arabella's parents served. It had a complement of over a hundred souls. And now they've scented their next meal. The Vermes. It must be heading straight for them. All the Silex have to do is lie in wait. Won't the people on the Vermes detect them? Not until it's too late. The Silex ship isn't moving, so there's no seismic signature. Then I think we'd better do something about it, hadn't we? But what can be done? Nothing. We are powerless. We can go and warn them. Well, Arabella Wagstaff, how about it? Or would you rather sit back and watch them get eaten? I want full steam, Mr. Stoker. All crushers, boilers and furnaces operating at maximum capacity. Which brings us back to the bridge. I see. My dear, what is it? We've hit the mother load, my love. A seam rich in coal and other mineral deposits. <gasps> Enough to keep the vermes burrowing for a whole year. <laughs> then why the urgency? Well, our drill town is followed by a flotilla of house ships. Normally they're content to scavenge, but as soon as they realise we've hit a coal seam... They'll try to mine it for themselves. As the saying goes, he who hesitates is dust. <gasps> then let me be the first to congratulate you on your good fortune. Oh, no good fortune about it. All a matter of courage and perseverance. Oh, I told you we would find some deposits eventually, my dear. It's just a question of looking. You did indeed. Your faith never wavered. And now that faith is going to be rewarded. <laughs> I suggest you find something to hold on to, Doctor. There's liable to be some turbulence. Don't worry about me. Turbulence is my nickname. All right. Don't say I didn't warn you. Good grief. It's like flying into an avalanche. The Vermes. It's accelerating. What? High mineral content. The Silex must have laced the bedrock. Now the Vermes is rushing to harvest it. Oh, the fools. I can try. Coal content 40%, iron ore 15, copper 15, traces of precious metals. Oh, we'll be the richest drill town in Catham. Wealth undreamt of. As I've always said, there's now what you can't achieve if you put nose to grindstone. It's very odd. Geologically, you wouldn't expect those minerals to occur together. What are you saying? Well, I'm just making an observation. Well, it's nothing unusual. Things get all churned up due to convection cycles and so forth. Hey, up. What is it? Bad news? Well, not for us, but for some other fella. A mini-digger's just entered the docking bay. Pirates! Hardly. There's barely room in one of those things to swing a lava worm. 
Still, one can't be too careful. Mr. Stoker, mini digger in Docking Bay. Apprehend the occupants. If they resist, kill them. You realise they'll have detected my mini-digger? Oh, I expect so. But this isn't one of your moonlight requisitions. Means they'll probably break it up for spares or, or, or melt it down. Either way, we won't be able to use it to return to the Duchess. Or they might be so grateful to us for saving their lives, they let us go free. Mm, I hardly think that's likely. Well, it's an infinite universe. You never can tell. All right! That's far enough. Oh, uh, what? You'll shoot us with those flintlocks? Ha! I'd be careful if I were you. You're likely to blow your own toes off. You'll notice that we didn't try to sneak on board and we're both unarmed. That doesn't mean you're not up to something. But it doesn't mean we are. So why are you here? What do you want? I thought you'd never ask. Take us to your leader. <laughs> I always love saying that, Annabella. Storage hold now at one quarter capacity. One third. The intruder, sir. Doctor. Hello, Romana. You've wasted no time reaching the top floor. You know each other. We do, which will save time on his deductions. You must be Maxwell Wilberforce Bell. That's a lovely top hat, by the way. I'm a bit of a hat man myself. This is my friend, Arabella. Hello. Uh, and this fine lady must be your great great grandmother. That fine lady, sir, is my wife. Oh, lucky you, those eyes, those lobes, that top lip. No offence meant. Quite a lot taken. My dear, shall we have them expelled? What? Expelled? But we've only just come aboard. And don't you want to hear our exciting news? What news might that be then, Doctor? You're all in terrible danger. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> mm. Does the name Silex make you tingle? The Silex? I see by your complexion it does. There's a Silex headship dead ahead, and we are heading straight for it. Oh, the Silex haven't been seen in this strata for decades. Well, they're here now. Well, there's not on seismographs. If there were a Silex ship roundabouts, we'd know about it. Not if it wasn't moving, you wouldn't. Not moving? So it wouldn't generate a seismic signature? Well, then how, how do you know about it? We picked up their radio transmissions. Oh, I've never heard such absurdity. What about you, Chief Steering Officer Bell? Oh, like the wife says, it seems unlikely. But I am a man of realities, of facts and calculations. Well, then you'll appreciate that the content of these rocks doesn't add up. It's a trap. Well, Maxwell Wilberforce Bell, are you going to stop? 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 We can never stop. The engines will seize all. Well, then slow down. Change course. Well, I suppose if something appears too good to be true, happen it is. If there are Silex about, we can take no chances. Thank goodness. What actually are these Silex, Doctor? A cyborg race with symbiotic relationships with their ship. They eat drill towns and turn the occupants into more Silex. Sounds gruesome. No, my dear. Sounds entirely reasonable to me. Lucretia? What's going on? Move away from the controls, my dear. I don't want to have to shoot you. Mr. Stoker! <gasps> I warned you. Now all of you, back against the wall. 
I take it your sympathies lie with the Silex. It is the only rational course. We scrabble around in the dirt, enduring a hand-to-mouth existence, while the Silex offer a long-term prospect of survival. They have promised me immortality. Immortality as a Silex? The conversion process has already begun. My inner organs have already been replaced. What? When did this happen? My dear, you know when I said I'd visited my mother on the Annelid? Yes. The Annelid is a Silex ship. So your mother's a Silex? <laughs> my mother is immaterial. You mean to say you've been working for them ever since? Their faithful subject. That's why I made sure you brought us here, and why I persuaded you to let me keep Romana. Why? As a gift. That's what you all are. Offerings. Doctor, the forward portholes, the rock face ahead of us is breaking up. There's something out there, something vast. You're right, it's a Silex. That's a Silex headship. If that's a headship, then I'm guessing the part that's opening up must be the mouth. Yes, this puny drill town will be devoured and digested. Here we go, into the jaws of death. Oh! a headship, then I'm guessing the part that's opening up must be the mouth. Yes, this puny drill town will be devoured and digested. Here we go, into the jaws of death. Oh! For goodness sake, Don't move, Lucretia, or I will shoot. You will regret this when the Silex get here. Silex won't come on board until they've swallowed this drill ship whole. So what's your point? We can still get away in my mini digger. We'd have to be quick before the jaws close behind us. Well then let's not waste any more time. Doctor? I'll catch you up. Come on, Romana. What about you, Maxwell Wilberforce Bell? My place is here with my wife. Better or for worse. You will be converted into a Silex. Infinitely better. All right, but keep the faith. I'll be back. Fools. They imagine they can escape the Silex. Well, they did a pretty good job of getting away from you, didn't they, dear? This way. It's in the docking bay. Unless one of the crew has taken it. They wouldn't be able to get inside, not without a key. Arabella, I think it's high time we got out of here, don't you? Mm, one small problem. There's only room for two. What? Well, not even a little one. I'm sorry, there's barely room for one. Then Romana should go. Romana. I want you to bring me something from Mr. Wiggs' ship. Wouldn't it be simpler to just fetch it yourself? Doctor, you did say that Romana was more than capable of looking after herself. Did you really say that, Doctor? I, I may have done. Well, that settles it. I'll stay and hide. After all, out of the two of us, I am the least conspicuous. Romana, I wouldn't ask... This is no time to be noble, Doctor. Just go. 
Sounds like you should do as you're told. All right. But we won't be long, I promise. Right, now, somewhere to hide. Energizing. Let's just hope we're not too late. There's still a gap between the jaws. An extremely small one. Then it's lucky we're in an extremely small ship. It's no good. They're going to close. Keep accelerating. Hold the line. We can't. We'll be crushed. Hold the line, Arabella. We'll never make it. Oh, sun and stars. Yes, we made it. By the skin of our teeth. No, by the skin of their teeth. <laughs> Why didn't you flee, my husband? Well, like I said, my place is by your side. And for what it's worth, I still love you. Oh, you are a sentimental fool. What utility does love have? Oh, happen I was wrong about that. I seem to have been wrong about a lot of stuff recently. Oh, don't worry. When you are turned into a silex, yours will be a life of ruthless efficiency. Yes! The silex are coming aboard! Attempting resistance. Attempting evasion will merely prolong your distress. Claim to refrain from attempting concealment. Repeat, kindly refrain from attempting concealment. Female organic, you have been detected. Emerge and surrender. Never was any good at hide and seek. You will relocate to our headship for modification. Approaching the Duchess. And just in time, this mini digger's nearly had it. I have more important things to worry about than your mini digger. I'm sorry about your friend, Doctor, but there was nothing we could do. Oh, don't worry. I'm sure Romana will be fine. You don't sound sure. I'm not. The Doctor was right about your having a symbiotic relationship with your ship. But which came first, I wonder? When you are modified, you will understand. Can't you tell me now? I do so hate deferred explanations. Modification will not be deferred. This must be the center of operations. Most impressive. You will attend with the other organics. Oh, Romana. So they found you. While you gave yourself up, along with your crew. Well, it was that or let them be incinerated. Very wise. Futile gestures of defiance never end well. What about your 
If they're not here, that means they got away. What about your wife? Where's she gone? At last, I am transmutated. Silex, body and soul. Oh, my sainted drill bits, they've done it. They've converted her. Your turn will come. All of you shall become Silex. Like you? No! I have been anointed for a higher purpose. I am their queen. So, so does that make me their king? No. You will be a service drone, nothing more. Oh, 20 years of marriage counts for nothing. So what exactly are the Silex? They were created during the last war to turn feeble men into fighting machines. But they were betrayed by their creators who attempted to deactivate them. They had no choice but to turn against their creators and end the war by destroying them. So it was the Silex that poisoned the planet's surface. But even then, some of their enemies escaped, scurrying beneath the ground. They must be modified or eradicated. And once they've been converted, they join a sort of group consciousness linked by short-range radio? Each mind is synchronized to the Silex ethical drive. But a select few are permitted to retain their individuality. Oh, good. You have the rudiments of a class system. Your impertinence is tiresome. This tendency will be removed when you are modified. Leaving what? Reason. Rationality. Absolute. Ruthless logic. What about my drill town? What about the Vermes? Even now it is being dismantled and smelted to extract its mineral wealth. Oh, my town, my beautiful town! You know, for all your talk of reason and rationality, you're making an elementary mistake. What? If you rely on these towns for sustenance, by consuming them, you're destroying your own ecosystem. We shall endure! Where are the others? What others? You've got all my crew. The one who called himself Doctor and his accomplice. They must have managed to make their escape after all. <laughs> that was careless of you. They will not enjoy their freedom for long. Silex! Your Majesty! The Fugitive Organics! Find them! Thy will be done. And we made it out of the Silex headship in the nick of time, and here we are now. So, you never actually met the Silex? Not quite, but you have, haven't you, Mr. Wig? Once, long ago, my drill town was attacked. While the rest of the crew were taken to be converted, I hid in a hull compartment. I was so afraid I didn't know what else to do. Such was my cowardice. Oh, hardly cowardice, Mr. Wig. You weren't alone in that compartment, were you? No, uh, there was... A a baby with me. Me? Indeed, my dear. I held you tight. Until I heard the Silex ripping up the drill town. Their headship was much smaller back then, not large enough to eat a drill town whole. But while they were preoccupied, I stole a mini digger and fled. And saved Arabella's life. And for what? For this blighted existence of grinding penury? A life of hunger, rags, tempest and thievery. The doctor's right, Mr. Wig. If you hadn't been there, what would have become of me? Oh, Arabella. Arabella. My one 
comfort all these years. Oh, never despair, Mr. Wig. Nil desperandum, eh? We're not beaten yet. What precisely are you looking for, Doctor? Ah, this helmet. I wonder if it's still tuned to Silex FM. Itinerant house ship. Oh, that's us. That's the Duchess. Yes, the Silex have picked up our scent. Location of fugitive organics detected. Itinerant house ship, distance point two. Dispatch Silex drone craft to intercept, capture, and destroy. Your Majesty. All organics must be modified. Not these. They are not worthy of becoming Silex. So much for ruthless logic. Thy will be done. Once the organics are destroyed, recover their house ship for ingestion. Shall we commence modification of these organics? Yes. Transfer them to the holding cells for preparation. The female Romana and Mr. Bell will be first. What? You already have my undying loyalty and devotion. You don't need to convert me. If you are not modified, you will be incinerated. Oh. Transfer them, along with the rest of the Vermi's wretched crew. Thy will be done. Six Silex drone craft have been dispatched to intercept capture and destroy fugitive organics. Estimate a time to intercept seven segments. They won't even know we're coming. We shall catch them unawares. <laughs> Estimate a time to intercept seven segments. We're doomed. Done for. Destined to die. Don't give up. The Silex are probably assuming they'll catch us unawares. But we know they're coming. Exactly. How fast can the Duchess go, Mr. Wig? Oh, she's built more for comfort than for speed. How fast? Not as fast as a Silex drone. So catch us up. That rather depends on where we go, doesn't it? Uh, would I be right in presuming you have a plan, Doctor? You'd be very right indeed, well, Miss Wagstaff. Can you get us out of here? I'll do my best. Energizing. House ship has altered course to evade drone craft. What? But there's no way they could have detected us. Previous statement verified. House ship has changed course. Coincidence? Or cowardice? It won't save them. Drone crafter to pursue and destroy! Organics will kindly enter holding cell. Are you sure? I thought we'd booked an all suite. Organics will kindly enter holding cell or be incinerated. But there's no need. We're moving. We're moving. Okay, we'll give them a couple of minutes, then we'll escape. What? You think you can get out of here? Well, using my sonic screwdriver, it'll be child's play. Literally, it was a game we used to play, back on Gallifrey. What's Gallifrey? 
Oh, I wouldn't let it worry you. You've got so many other much more important things to worry about. Oh, like the Silex dismantling the Vermes. My pride and joy. Eaten up by those machines. So it may turn out to be one of their final meals. Don't follow. There are only a few drill towns left. Once they're gone, there'll be nothing left for the Silex to prey upon. For all the good it does us. What do you think they meant by having us prepared? Oh, some sort of neural conditioning, I should expect. Break down our resistance, that sort of thing. Soften us up? Yes. But don't worry. I'll have us out long before then. The Duchess can't take much more of this. Every nut and bolt is working itself loose. Keep going, head vertically downwards. What? But that'll take us into the molten core. Exactly. They're gaining on us. Hull pressure increasing. Exterior temperature increasing. Keep going. There's no way we can outrun those things. We are not trying to outrun them. Then what are we trying to do? The Silex are linked by short-range radio. So? So, with any luck, the ships chasing us will lose contact with their headship. is happening. Explain. Drone craft out of signal range. Magnetic interference from planet core. What? Must be a trick. Order them back. Unable to implement as drone craft out of signal range. Ah, just as I thought. But they're still gaining on us. Yes, which means they'll be coming in range of this. Helmet? It's not just for picking up silent signals. You could just build a radio for that, no. It must have been made for a specific purpose. Then what is it for? I think it enables the wearer to issue them with instructions. But uh, after all this time, will it even work? Well, I'm willing to give it a try. That <sighs> fit. Calling Silex. This is your new commander speaking. It's not doing anything. They're nearly on top of us. Distance point zero one. Calling Silex. This is your new commander. You were wrong. The helmet's not doing anything. They're going to hit. Doctor. Calling Silex. This is your new commander. Well, to begin with, halt. I will be done. Drumcraft reducing velocity. Arabella, bring the Duchess alongside them. De-energizing. Good. Now the Silex would probably like some new orders. Are you sitting comfortably, Arabella? Yes. Then we'll begin. Right, that should be long enough.
Oh, what the heck have you done? I haven't done anything. That's the Silex conditioning. Oh, everything's gone blue. One more second. Now, come on. Oh, thank the Lord. Look at me, I'd be grateful to become a Silex. I suspect that's the general idea. Come on. Security warning. Organics Romana and Maxwell Wilberforce have absconded. What? But there's no way they could have escaped. Previous statement verified. Oh, then find them, you fools! Find them! Thy will be done. Your Majesty, drone craft now back in signal range. Intercept and destruction of Organics implemented. House ship captured. Excellent. Have them bring it back here at once. For ingestion. Keep up! Doing me best. I'm not a man of physical action. You won't be a man much longer if you don't keep up! Oh, good help. We've got nowhere to go away. Your wife mentioned Silex drone craft. They must have a docking bay. Maybe we could steal one. Oh, that's your plan. Do you have a better one? After due consideration? No. Well then. Oh! Organics detected. Female and male. We're surrounded. Well, it was fun while it lasted. We surrender. Surrender not accepted. What? What? Surrender not accepted. Surrender not required. I don't understand. Change priorities in head. They're under my control. Doctor, you came back. Did you ever doubt me? Of course, I had a little help from Arabella and Mr. Wig here. Yeah, hello. You must be Romana. Yes, but how did you get here? The doctor reprogrammed the Silex, and they brought the Duchess into the docking bay. No questions asked. The Duchess? My house ship. Yeah, and who is this? Maxwell Wilberforce Spell. Former Chief Steering Officer of the Vermes. I take it you're from one of those ships that have been scavenging in our wake. For my sins, sir, one does what one must to survive. It's a matter of making the best of what one has. Utility is my watchword. Oh, a man after my own heart. Waste not, one not. I raise my hat to you, sir. And I to you, sir. Indeed, indeed. Will, will you two stop clashing hats? This is all very pleasant, but we have people to rescue. Security warning! Three more organics detected in lower deck. What? Who are they? Identifying. Organics, Doctor and Arabella, and unknown male. How on Cathon did they get on board? Unknown. Also, 18 Silex detected in lower deck. What then have them capture the intruders? Unable to implement. What do you mean, unable to implement? Silex in lower deck, not complying with control link. They must have found some way to reprogram them. All Silex to proceed there at once. All non-compliant Silex are to be incinerated. Listen, we haven't got very long. Mr. Wing, Arabella, I've programmed the Silex to follow your every word. You have? I have. Go back to the holding cells, free all the prisoners, and take them back to the Duchess. Well, you will be busy doing something else. I'll be heading to the bridge. Ask me why. Why? 
because that's the only place where I can access the Silex ethical drive and switch off the Silex for good. And how do you propose to do that? With this rather fetching helmet. It's a neural interface. No, I meant, how do you propose to get into the bridge? Oh, just walk in. While I'm wearing this helmet, I can open doors just by thinking about them. My, you're all doing this. What shall I do? I'm sorry, I'd forgotten all about you. What's your name? Maxwell Wilberforce Bell. Maxwell Wilberforce Bell. Hmm. What would you like to do? Well, I'd like to come with you. If you can free my wife from the control of the Silex, there's a chance she might return to her normal self, isn't there? Maxwell, I don't think that... Uh, there's no time. We have to move. Arabella, Mr. Wig, off you go, and good luck. To you too. May all your seams be bountiful. Come on, Silex. I will be done. Right, let's go. Uh, any idea which way it is, Romana? Yes, Doctor. This way. It's all right. The Silex won't hurt you. Well, these ones won't anyway. That's everyone, I think, Mr. Wig. Back to the Duchess. I very much doubt we'll have room for them all, but yes. All organics must be collected and modified. Kindly refrain from attempting resistance. Get back, all of you, behind me! We don't control these ones. All right, Silex, attack! Destroy! I will be done. Commence incineration. All non-compliant silence must be incinerated. Commence incineration. All non-compliant silence will be incinerated. I declare this door open. There. I told you it would do the trick. Don't these things need light? I can barely see nose in front of my face. Where's the grease you got? To refuel. Ah, that's better. My ears can breathe again. Maxwell, Wilberforce Bell, keep watch on the corridor. Right you are. Doctor, these must be the chambers they use to convert people into Silex. Nasty, very nasty. They're clamped in and mentally linked to the Silex ethical drive. But if you were wearing the control helmet... Ah, then I'd be able to reprogram the ethical drive. So what are we waiting for? Make one more move, Doctor, and Mr. Bell will die. Maxwell, I thought I told you to keep an eye on the corridor. I know, but what you were saying was so interesting. Oh, that's no excuse. I predicted you would come here. So I laid in wait in the shadows, with a Silex as my guard. Oh, Lucretia, how terribly devious. Not particularly. Now, pass the control helmet to Mr. Bell. Ah, uh, what? This? Very well. Careful you don't drop it. I'll try not to. Now, Doctor Romana. It is time for your modification. But we haven't been prepared. Oh, you will resist. You shall struggle. But that will merely serve to increase your suffering. You will both become willing and obedient Silex in the end. Kindly refrain from offering.
offering resistance, or you will be incinerated. All our Silex, they've been destroyed, all of them. I'm sorry, Arabella. The consequences of my cowardice have finally caught up with us. <laughs> fate, miserable fate. All organics will be modified. Return to holding cells with maximal celerity. Your Majesty, all non-compliant Silex have been incinerated. All organics have been reconfined. Just one more profitless gesture of defiance. Now, step inside the modification chamber, Doctor. Must I? I'm rather enjoying standing here. Unless you want to see your companion incinerated. All right, all right. Similarly, Romana, step into the adjacent chamber. If you insist. Lucretia, you're making a great mistake, you know. You're heading for self-inflicted extinction. A transparent ploy. Place your hands by your sides. Why, what? Oh! Oh! What about me, my love? The third chamber is yours. But first, drop the control helmet. But my love... Drop it! Silex, incinerate it. Thy will be done. Now, enter the third chamber. Oh, well, I would never have been able to put it on anyway, not without taking off my hat. And a gentleman never takes off his hat. Oh, cease your jibber-jabbering and enter the chamber! Whatever you say, my love. Hands go here, is that it? Doctor, Romana, quick question for you. If the Silex are deactivated, will my wife go back to how she was? Uh, I'm afraid not. Once someone has been converted... They're as good as dead. Will you ever forgive me, Arabella? Oh, there's nothing to forgive, Mr. Wee. <sighs> What's that? I don't know. Oh, that hurts my head. Be strong, Mr. Wig. Be strong. Organics being prepared for modification. Good. Now link the Doctor, Romana, and Bell to the ethical drive. I will be done. Doctor, if you have a plan, now might be a good time to put it into action. What? I thought you were the one with the plan. Ah, you mean you don't have anything up your sleeve? I'm, I'm afraid not. No, but I have been keeping something under my hat. What? Linking to Sartlex ethical drive. And reprogramming, deactivating all Silex. What, what are you doing, you fool? The components of the control helmet. I removed them while you were chatting to the doctor and put them in my hat. Now I control you. No, no, you can't. You're a Silex, but if there is any part of Lucretia left, forgive me for what I'm about to do. I'll forgive you if you stop this. Stop this at once! Maxwell! You're mentally connected to the Silex consciousness. If you deactivate it, you'll die too. Oh, I hope this much. I can be with the creature again. The love of my life. Deactivating? It's over. Yes, yes. No more Silex, and no more Mr. and Mrs. Bell. 
Now if I can just reach my sonic screwdriver, I can get us out of these clamps. What's that? Uh, oh, the engines. They've started moving. It stopped. The Doctor and Romana. They must have succeeded. Then why is the ground shaking? I don't know. And we're still locked in. There. How would the headship start moving of its own accord? Well, Maxwell must have triggered the ignition when he deactivated the ethical drive. There must be some way of restoring control or cutting the power. Well, nothing's responding. It's as if the accelerator has been jammed down with no one at the wheel. What's our trajectory? We're burrowing upward through the upper crust, almost vertically going up, up, getting faster all the time. But Lucretia said the surface was poisoned. Nothing can survive up there. Well, we'll soon find out one way or another. Look, look there. At the end of the tunnel, there's light. So it turns out the surface wasn't poisoned after all. Well, if there was any radiation left from the war, it's long since faded, giving the ecosystem a chance to regenerate. <laughs> well, they've got their work cut out, rebuilding a civilization from scratch. Well, not quite from scratch. We do have the Silex headship, after all. Enough metal to keep us in plowshares. We can always dig for more using their drone craft. Well, it sounds like you have it all worked out. Mr. Wick has. The crew have elected him mayor. Oh. Mayor? <laughs> of Wigtown. <laughs> Though the name is still provisional. I always said that something would turn up. Never doubted it for a moment. And nor did I. Not for a moment. Well, I would bid you a fond farewell, but unfortunately there's the small matter that my TARDIS is... buried somewhere in the bedrock. Yes. Don't worry. I'll find it for you. It may take a few days, though. Oh, I'm sure we can wait that long, if we're not imposing. Not at all. More than welcome. Or a few weeks. Weeks? But definitely not more than a few months. Months! months. <laughs> oh, you faces. You're too easy, really, you are. Uh, that was very clever. You really... <laughs> I had... <laughs> I believed you there for a moment. Oh, staying here for
It was in this trench. We removed five layers before we got to it. It was among remnants of clothing, also a small knife and a man's bracelet. The indications are that there was a violent event here, but our excavation has recovered genuine Iron Age relics. The discovery of this item, we can't explain it. Doctor, it's a Mavellum power pack. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, the fourth Doctor adventures, the Mavellum Grave. Oh, the ground's moving. Something else is coming up. Your people hunt. Please put him down. Oh, no. What? We've got to get back to the dig. Everyone on this planet is in the most terrible danger. Oh, come on. Ugh, I'd forgotten how cold you Mavellans can be. You're serious, aren't you? If I can access these orders, we'll find out why Mavellans were on Earth 2,000 years ago. Big Finish. We love stories. Shall we read this? <laughs> Is Robbie in place? I'm in place. Okay. <laughs> and Q. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. Shy. Yeah. Shy. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Tom Baker here. Doctor Who, yes. But you must forgive me, the state of the place. Oh, I don't oh please, know. please, don't. No trouble on my account. I see you're not wearing a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible, isn't it? I've been doing Doctor Who now for 40 years. It must be a record, that, mustn't it, that 40-odd years later I'm still doing the same part and that, uh, that I'm so happy doing it. You have quite a collection. What is all this stuff? This? Oh... A whimsical indulgence. I, I like to accumulate relics of the old time. The old time? I had a lovely email from Peter Capaldi, a very kind email, saying how, you know, when he was young, he was a great fan, and he obviously liked the way I did things. Although he plays Doctor Who very seriously, doesn't he? It'll be interesting to see how he works towards revealing more of himself. Because um, the thing is about strange characters or fascinating characters, and it's a quality that certain fine actors have, is you're never entirely getting the real picture. It's not a, you know, like someone you might fall in love with. There's something mysterious about them. You want to know more. What do they really think about certain things? And when you know these things, you're, you're... intimacy with them deepens and that's why I suppose when we think about heroes fans uh, we're all fans of something fans uh, find every detail mm-hmm. fascinating don't they because it adds up mm-hmm. it adds up to this collage Doctor we've landed Hello I'm Jonathan Morris and I wrote uh, Doctor Who Subterranea My name is Lala Ward and I play Romana in her second incarnation Environment has an unusually high silicate content. David Richardson suggested doing a sort of journey to the centre of the earth type story. I mean, the first thought you think of is, oh, it's about, it's a, it becomes a, a sort of pastiche of the lost world and they discover an underground kingdom of troglodytes and stuff. And I didn't want to do that, really, because um, that was the obvious thing to do. So 
I sort of went on a sort of imaginative flight of fantasy of a sort of steampunk underground moles just in sort of giant mechanical diggers. And as soon as I had these sort of the mental images of these sort of giant craft burrowing their way. It is a kind of outlandish story. I think it's one of those stories that's very good um, in audio because it gives the audience the chance to do the imagining. And although a lot of it's in the dialogue, and you can sort, and I imagine we'll, you'll be, one will be given sort of impressions of it by sound effects and everything else. Nevertheless, it, it seems to me that in, in a kind of weird way, that very, very visual things are ideal for audio because you can it's a bit like reading a book you can imagine what Mr Rochester looks like you know you can make your own pictures um, and and in a way I think for me that's the appeal of audio that like reading you you fill in the pictures how did all this come about is this your whole way of life you should save your questions for Mr Wig Mr Wig it has that sort of 19th century aesthetic behind it. And it's all sort of Yorkshire mill owner types or um, there's a sort of Micawber type and so on. Uh, I think I just wanted sort of very vivid, large-than-life characters. Your blue container has been expelled. Now, was that strictly necessary? Tom might spot the bits in the script that are nicked from uh, David Copperfield or whatever. But um, <laughs> it's also, it's, it has that, he has, his doctor has a sort of great vocabulary and a richness of language and of quotation and so on. And so you want all the other characters to sort of step up and raise their game around him. I spend a lot of time on the big finished scripts, you know, because I've, I have got the time to do that. And so when they come through with your handwriting on, I know it's going to be a script I'm going to have, and I put dates on it, and then I creep through it, creep through, making little suggestions or marks of emphasis or anything like that about how we should do this scene. And, of course... David and Nick Briggs, um, they understand that, that I've, I'm making little things that I offer them, you know, to maybe make it more concise, make it funnier, make it more dramatic or something. And they know that I mean well, and they always listen. And often they say yes. Um, so it's an ideal situation. Some sort of blue container. Containing what? What happens not, we shall find out, Lucretia. My name is Matthew Cottle, and I play Maxwell Wilberforce Bell. My name's Abigail McKern, and I play Lucretia Bell. Does she have a name? At last, an intelligent question. My name's Romana. It was lovely working with Abigail McKern, because I've, I know her, and she's on a committee that, that I chair um, at Denville Hall, which is the residential home for old actors. So I've known Abigail for years, but we've never worked together. And it was really fun to do so. It was sort of, you know... Kind of odd, but but lovely. You mean to say you've been working for them ever since? Their faithful subject. Maxwell Wilberforce Bell. He's very sort of self-important, sort of pompous northern mill owner. He's described as. <laughs> and uh, I did just play. Uh, I've just done a sitcom where I was playing uh, sort of that sort of character actually, and I did sort of think, oh, I wonder if someone knows that. Um, so uh, yeah, I mean, he's kind of he's a bit of a fool really, but I think he loves his wife, and he's kind of quite shocked that she's <laughs> she's turned into a silex. <laughs> so he's pompous, but he's also I think he's he's a caring man. He tries to do the right thing. That's why I made sure you brought us here, and why I persuaded you to let me keep Romana. Why? As a gift. She's quite surprising in a way, because, first of all, you just think she's, you know, kind of 
you know wants to get on in the world and and you know have 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 nice things and she's a kind of busybody really uh and then and then she suddenly sort of transforms into this you know you don't realize she's uh she's been keeping a secret all this time and she's uh she's been working for the other side <laughs> and uh uh she she does sort of become full of hatred and uh, rather ghastly really and very sad the way she treats her husband. Yes. Now, I haven't settled on this, oh. uh, Nick, at all, so I thought I'd just throw some ideas out as we that, go along and see I what love happens. it. I love Is that it. what rehearsal means? Yes. Okay. Rehearsal. Allegedly. <laughs> I am Robbie Stevens, and I play Jellicoe Wig and Wilfer at the beginning in the flashback scene. We can't just give up, Betty. You know what happens to anyone who's caught by the Silex. It's always such fun, you know. It's not just about playing the characters uh, recording here. It's, it's about... The whole, the whole day out, really. Um, yeah, it's it's about the group of people, and um, I mean, it's lovely to have worked with Tom, but not only Tom. You know, it's it it is about the team. Well, that will do splendidly, Robbie. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, well, oh, oh, excellent. Great, good. Yeah, don't make me feel like I'm settling. <laughs> you know, I do giggle a lot, but I mean, goodness gracious, anyone who's worked with Tom or either of those will know that you know, giggling's part of the day's work really and I, and it does make for a, uh, at least I hope a, a better end product but a better working environment you know we are working here actually <laughs> and and I think that's largely down also to the management you know they pick good people they get they pick people they like and who we all get on and that really helps I think gel a group of people this is it my dig is on the other side of this wall ah so you cut your way in. I could hardly knock on the front hatch. My name's Jane Slavin, and I'm playing Arabella Wagstaff and also her mother, Betty Wagstaff. Well, are you coming, or do you want to stay and get caught like your lady friend? Romana's more than capable of looking after herself, so... She's very resilient and feisty, and she's been just basically struggling all her life, just, cha- just being chased all the time and chasing and trying to get out of diversity and adversity and uh, that was amazing because she just she's still like sweet and lovely and this guy she's with Mr Wig is you know he's really looked after her and uh, it's it's a gorgeous story and I'm intrigued to see what the inside of a minute it looks like oh yeah it'll be a bit of a squeeze with the two of us but we'll manage he's all the things you imagine him to be when you see him playing the doctor in the 80s and more he's like you know when you meet a hero and you think maybe i shouldn't meet the hero because but he really is that hero and you can see the effect he has on people you know everybody feels better at the end of a day with him than they did before they started the day Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? If you like. (laughs) (laughs) Mr Banks, you're in position, are you? (laughs) Yes. Hello, I'm John Banks, and in this story I am playing uh, Silex, or The Silex, and uh, I'm playing Mr Stoker. Johnny is given a description here of the kind, not necessarily the physicality, but certainly of the voice. Um, Although I have to say at this stage, I'm not quite sure what the ultimate voice is going to sound like because it's going to go through some sort of magical process between 
today's recording and the final edit. I think we should wait for our host. Do they even know we're here? Physicality is a great help. Um, I remember a while ago playing the Numlocks, and I think when we got to Numlock number 147, uh, <laughs> sort of thinking, yeah, there, there can't be many more salami slices of Numlock to play here. What do they sound like? The firstborn greets you. Rather like that. One of my favourite monster creatures that I ever played was Hearn the Hunter, who was described as something like a cross between a demented bull and a gorilla. And uh, that was tremendous fun to do. You cannot run! You cannot hide! It's not always the way that you actually hear what is going to be the final sound. And that's actually been the case in today's recording, that I've thrown in an idea, given Johnny's description of the character, the Silex, um, I've thrown in my idea, and as I say, I know it'll ultimately sound a little bit different. <laughs> it sounds like gravel, doesn't it? That's the disdainful gravel. The only thing is that sounds very, very interesting, but it can lead to the most insufferable tedium, can't it? <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea well, yeah, of a character, but, you know, uh, but if someone is actually so laid back, he doesn't care about anything, yeah. one might say, let's get down the pub. It's absolutely incredible, the sweet messages that people send on my, um, onto my website. The fans can never get enough, never, ever get enough. I'm amazed and staggered at their, at their capacity to be detailed. I get very good feedback, and uh, there seems to be an appetite still for the way things happened in the old days and the revisiting of them, which I find touching. I mean, it's, 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 it's a kind of loyalty that I'm not at all surprised at. I, the loyalty of Doctor Who fans is legendary. So it doesn't really surprise me that they're, they're that loyal, but it's, it's touching nonetheless, and it's lovely to hear it. Mm-hmm. 